This is the podcast that helps you get through your daily battle. La batalla te ayuda a poder batallar el día con Colibri y el Super la vaca. Welcome to La Batalla. I'm Colibri and I'm here with Super la vaca. Super la vaca, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good today. Your... I, it, it's it's cooler over here in Michigan. I know it's what what how hot is it over there? It's starting to cool down. Today it's one, uh, today is a cooler day, so it's like 98. So right. what's the plan, what's the plan for Labor Day? We're going to spend it with the family, with the family and honoring those that are lab- laborers. Do you know yeah, the history labor, of Labor Day? Labor, the labor movement. It has something to do with Cesar Chavez, right? It basically Labor Day pays tribute to the contributions and achievements of American workers and is traditionally observed on the first Monday in September. It was created by the labor movement in the late 19th century and became a federal holiday in 1894. I'm like, Seth, I Travis. I'm like, no, this is like, I'm I'm from the uh, the Rust Belt. The labor movement started here. You're you not know. from the. You're not from the Rust Belt. You're no, Puerto I'm saying, What are you talking I, about? I am Puerto Rican, <laughs> but I'm talking about like this is where I live. This is my home. This be you know automotive, Motor City. You know we build the cars, the tanks, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay, but he Cesar Chavez had a lot to do with the with the labor, labor movement. movement. <clears throat> In yeah, where? he was a labor. He was a labor movement activist. Oh, he was. Yeah. Where was Cesar Chavez from? Who is Cesar Chavez? I really don't know who he is. Well, that will be an important thing to find out. I thought Chavez was an American leader and Latino American civil rights activist. So he was a civil rights activist. Right. And and it had to do with the labor movement also, with, like, the rights of, of labor. Oh, gotcha. See, you got it. You got it. You just taught me something. I, I didn't know about Cesar Chavez. So he's labor leader. There you go. Rock and roll. Yeah. Look at you, Polibri. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think we, I learned something. Cesar Chavez was an American farm worker, a labor leader, and a civil rights activist who, with Dolores Huerta, co-founder of the National Farm Workers Association, later on it became the United Farm Workers Union. Oh, mira, pero que desgracia. I should have known that. I should have known that. I I didn't learn that in school. And some places celebrate the day, which is, uh, they do it in March. March 31st is Cesar Chavez Day, I believe. Okay. And some places celebrate it. um, But, yeah, he was an important leader. Well, I'm excited. Muy bien. Tremendo. Fantástico. Look out. You got it. Take it away. So let's roll. What are we bringing this segment now? What are we going to roll into? So what? You're not going to ask me how I'm doing? Oh, pero que desgracia. (laughs) <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just like that manager. It's like the boss that comes in. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Listen, I need you to do this report, this CPS <laughs> report now. Yeah. Oh, you really don't care about me. You just came in to ask me about the report. Hey, how's your kid? Oh, he's doing great. No, listen, I got this report for you. Here, get this report done. Sorry, that was very rude. How are you doing? How are you feeling? <laughs> Tell me about your mother. Um, you know what? I'm good. I'm good now that I'm uh, hanging out with you here in La Batalla because it was kind of a weird, like, emotional, rough week for me, you know, just a lot going on, getting used to the schedule, back to school, doctor's appointment. Oh, that's right, the kids. The battle of the bulge. I'm finally yeah. ever trying to work out, trying to lose weight, feeling depressed. What else? No. Oh, go ahead and I tell her. I think I covered everything. I think I okay. covered everything. So, um, 
Thank you for that information. Yeah, Too much yeah, information. I cleared out that room. I cleared out the room. See, I'm you good did. at that. People left. People left and their eyes glazed over. Remember that? Remember the episode? That I talked about the uh, people that just give you too much information. Yeah. It's this organ. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was along the lines there. Well, okay. Well, you wanted to know how I was. I could. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think honesty is the best policy. <laughs> yes, and, and I'm very excited because we have that interview coming up with El Grandote. Oh man, El Grandote. He's yeah. what? He's six seven. Six seven. Six six four. Who, who cares? <laughs> he's tall. He's a tall guy. He's I'm a tall pocket guy. size. I'm pocket size. You're pocket. I'm pocket. 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 I learned that in Texas Tech when I was, in the, with the, I was with the tennis team, and this guy would say, I'm pocket size. Latinos are <laughs> pocket size. Pocket size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, pretty much all of us. A lot of us. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Well, let, let's roll right into it. So. Here is El Grandote. La batalla will be back in a moment. Okay, today I have the pleasure to have El Grandote here with us for a Grandote interview. How you doing, El Grandote? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Super La Vaca, and Thank you for joining us. We're very excited about this interview. Yeah. So this, Thanks yeah, for having me. All right. So we're going to do the same thing that we have each one of our guests do. Uh, give us a 30-second uh, lowdown of what you do. Basically, I'm a video game developer, and these days I do all of the wet work, all the dirty stuff that has to get done to help a video game studio be successful. I go and I uh, and and I'm like the janitor. I just go clean up everything. Wow. Wow. That sounds wet and dirty. Yeah. Uh, and, and so seriously, what, what that means is I do due diligence on partners, technical pipeline, research and development work, kind of play go-between when it comes to evaluating budgets for projects and staffing and what kinds of uh, talent and partnerships will be needed on projects that will be coming up that the human resources aspect of talent management and compensation strategy and all kinds of things. So it's hard to put in one bucket. Excellent. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. So really briefly, we're going to go ahead and jump into the meat of our subject, but quickly just let our listeners know some of the different roles you've had throughout the video game industry, including with, with your current one. Sure. Well, I started as an audio intern doing sound design. I was an intern for about one week because I, I came from the music industry and had a music and video and broadcast production background. And I wanted to do something new, and I got an opportunity at a studio called Origin Systems that was shipping the first big massive multiplayer game, Ultima Online. And I started in that 
studio, uh, not on Ultima Online, but in the James Combat Simulations team doing sound design on a flight combat simulator. And about a week later, they decided they had enough of me as an intern and uh, decided to make me full-time. So I went from, I, not that this is necessarily a progression, but in my time, I've been a sound designer, an animator, a technical artist, a technical animator, a pipeline engineer and developer, a producer, external producer, internal producer, senior producer overseeing project, executive producer dealing with business on project, and head of production, which is a VP product development role. And currently I'm in an executive team role that's called strategic operations. So I've done a lot of I guess I've done a lot of different things. Wow. Wow. All right. So now, with all of your experience, we're going to talk about managers, bosses, and leaders. So there's a, there's a trend where there's a lot of companies are starting to adopt the term leaders for their managers. So if you're a manager or a director or even a, a, a team, a supervisor, they're calling them leaders or a team leader or a leaders. Okay. So my first question to you is, what is the difference between a leader and a manager, or is there any difference? That there's a stigma that's been attached to some words having to do with management. For example, I think the, the word boss has gotten a stigma attached to it. And likewise, I think in creative industries, the word manager has often gotten a stigma associated with it. And I think it's about the perception that people who are creative talent in production, the, the feeling they have of how their manager is treating them or how their team leader is treating them. I think technically the difference is a manager, if I'm an employee and I have a manager, technically that manager is responsible for my performance reviews and is responsible for oversight of changes to my compensation. They're also responsible for the relationship I have in the work I do to other people who I work with and understanding what that relationship is between my work output and other people's work output. So the ins and outs of the work I do. I think that a team leader may or may not be technically the person responsible for doing those things that a manager does. They may be, they may not be. I think of a team leader as someone who's given a mission and a group of people to help them accomplish that mission. In creative industries that are especially deadline-driven, pretty much all work that we do, almost all work we do is deadline-driven, that team leader, having been given that responsibility, needs to be capable of accomplishing the mission. And so you don't usually stay in a demanding creative industry in that role if you're not able to pull it off. On the other hand, there is a little less pressure on someone who's technically called a manager to show how capable they are of being a good manager if they're not also a team leader. And so I think that's where there begins to be a fork in the road and why there's more of a stigma attached to one of those concepts than the other.
what, in your view, do you believe makes a good manager and what makes a good leader? Well, very similar thing. And I think there's a strong overlap in, in between the two and the qualities that would make anyone successful. But to try to, to draw a line of difference between the two, I would say for someone to be a good manager, one, they're really they're looking after the best interests of the company they work for in uh, carrying out the policies of that company in how people should do their work and how they should behave and is capable of uh, working through issues that can come up between people and in monitoring the performance of employees and getting those employees back on track or capable of even overreaching their or, or rather what I would call punching above their weight as far as their performance goes. So basically able to help employees work at a peak levels as often as possible in a healthy way so that productivity of the company is as good as it can be and taking care of the, the career needs of the individuals who they manage so that they're very happy to work in the company and continue to, to be there and be the kinds of employees the company needs. I think for someone to be a good leader, they need to have all those, they need to be aware at least of all those policies and, and what managers are doing and uh, having a, a close relationship with managers so that they really understand the employees who are their team members that they work with. The better they understand their team members, the more successful they can be as team leaders. But those leaders need to have the qualities of impelling or rather helping uh, their team members feel like they want to do a great job and understand the mission in a, uh, with a clear vision so that they can all contribute to that mission in the most meaningful ways possible. And those aren't necessarily the same things between team leadership and management. Can you be both? You absolutely can be both. And I think it's important for a team leader to be a very good manager. And I think that in today's climate with creative individuals and the kinds of creative work that a lot of people do, to be a good manager, you also need to exhibit excellent leadership quality. I think that many people tend to think of a manager who lacks many of those impelling leadership qualities. They tend to think of that person as a boss. And I think that's where the stigma of the word boss is coming from these days is that people don't want a boss, meaning somebody who compels them or just tells them what to do. They want a leader who brings those employees along with them and helps them buy into a vision so that they are impelled rather than compelled to accomplish their job. Right. Well, I like what they put, right? Right. That's very compelling. La Bataya. We will be back in a moment. La Bataya podcast is brought to you by Anchorsaw Productions and Graphic Stats. Visit graphicstats.com. La Bataya, we are back. Super La Bataya. 
when I was younger, I had too much to drink. And when I was in a college party, I was hanging on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not feeling good. Just don't let me fall. And then my friends were telling me, you're on the floor. You're hanging on to the couch's leg. <laughs> Mira, papa. Dale. Vamos. Dale. Take it away. Take it away. All right. So here's yeah. the top ten. It comes from Entrepreneur. And it's going to be the top 10 business ideas you can start for free with barely lifting a finger. You got to love that. Uh -huh. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to put the link and find out about the article and the, uh, the writer. So number one, start a chatbot agency. Ooh, wow. chatbot. Yeah. So basically, uh, chatbots have taken by storm because they're changing the way uh, companies interact with audiences. These pieces uh, of dedicated software are becoming necessary for companies of all sizes, and you can capitalize on this by creating a chat box building agency. So I guess, how can that be without lifting a finger? So I guess you need to know people that are programmers, and that way you can uh, get them together and start. It's like, I guess, writing an app, all right? So obviously, yeah. this writer is uh, IT biased. <laughs> so, uh, so it's probably all about... Yeah, I mean, doing everything online as opposed to getting out there like the old yeah, days. Yeah, brick, brick right. and mortar. And here, I guess here's the angle. Uh, the best part about setting up a chat box agency is that it doesn't require you to have any coding or technical knowledge whatsoever. So basically by using a platform like Chatty People, you can create an AI-powered bot in a matter of minutes. Wow. It's a chat box, according to this, is, a piece of software that, based on the question that they ask, then you can provide an answer. So if you have really good skills, customer service skills, when somebody asks you certain type of questions, you can put those. And whenever the uh, customer asks those, ask those questions, because you put those questions in the system, it will have an answer for them. So that's why you don't need to code. Uh, but okay. it looks like you definitely need to have some experience in customer service or else it's going to take you a very long time. All right. Did that make sense? Did that help when I Sure. That? All right. Yeah, I'm ready to no. move on. <laughs> number, number two, become yeah. a translator. Oh, this is great. I, I used to do this a long time ago. Didn't you also work as a translator? I did work as a translator, English to Spanish, and Spanglish to English and Spanish. <laughs> awesome. So here, basically, you know, if you take the time to master a language, then you can use it for services because we're a global economy. I mean, you can pretty much find work. Your odds are very high, especially if you're a Spanish-English translator, that's going to be fairly easy. Now, if you're like a Romanian, you speak Romanian, well, there's lots of work. I know in here we have some people that speak Romanian. We have a Romanian community. So, um, yeah, so pretty much any, almost almost any language. Okay, number three, data Excellent. entry specialist. That speaks for itself. With yep. working remote, medical billing, medical coding, uh, there's a lot of receptionists. And actually, you can actually be a project manager, or you can be somebody that's an engineer for hire through Upwork. So Upwork is a website where you can just do a lot of freelance work, and if you're an entrepreneur, you can get a lot of stuff from, through Upwork. So that's okay. pretty much the gig. It doesn't cost anything. You just sign up, check it out. You can right. become, number four, you can be an app tester. All right? That's Ooh, pretty much yes. That's, that's easy. Uh, I was asked recently to do to be a beta tester for something, but never got the info. So don't know what happened with that. All right, so it, there's a little um, he 
in here in the uh, article, it tells you that you sometimes have to pay for the download, but the developer pays you as you test the uh, the, the application. They'll pay for that and then pay you for the services. Yeah. All right. Then you have um, number five, write product reviews. Oh, yeah. People send you their, the, their product, and they expect you to use the product and then write a review about it. They send it to you for free. Yeah. So now this is tied to the next one. Number six is start your own blog. So with Google AdSense, uh, you know, you can get paid because people that go based on the traffic that you have. And actually, you don't even need to have traffic. You can set, uh, set up AdSense automatically. And if you get if you write a few blogs and you're not successful, then the eighth blog is the one that catches on fire. You'll cash in on that right away. Mm-hmm. All right, number seven, offer online courses. Oh, my gosh, that's like... Everybody has an online course. Everybody, their sisters, and even their puppies have an online course. (laughs) All right, right, number eight, create popular social media channel. All right, that's your YouTube one thing. Okay, social media is one of the most effective communication channels available today. So if you create your own social media channel, different platforms, then you can cash in on that. Right, Right, if you have a lot of big following. Here we go, offer consulting services. That's my niche. You got, you got questions, I got answers. Oh. That's right. I get paid by results. That's, Ooh. that's Yeah, people yeah. like that one. All right. And the last one. Are you ready? Yeah. Become an online reseller. Ta-da. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know people who do that. So here's something that uh, people, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I have my own business. I sell, like, jewelry or I sell shakes or whatever, and then people all say, you don't have your business, you're a salesperson. Okay, they're making money. It doesn't matter how you make it. But here's the key. You're you're selling stuff online. You have to add affiliate marketing because you may have your blender and you may do a blog or a video and then you have your affiliate marketing site like you go to Amazon. And some people don't know this. A lot of people that are in the the industry, they do in terms of like selling online. But if you put the Amazon link, you create an account and you put the Amazon link. When people see your video, read your blog and they go in there and they buy that product, you get a commission. But also if they go in through your link, if they bookmark it or they go in through your link, maybe they don't like the item you have on the video, but they buy something else you still get the credit. So people don't realize that all you have to do is just funnel people through your affiliate marketing link, and whatever they buy, you get uh, not the proceeds, but you get a portion of the proceeds. You get your commission. So That's awesome. The Super La Vaca with all the information. Super La Vaca. Well, thank you for listening. La Batalla, go battle your day. So yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Batalla Podcast. Find us on iTunes. Stitcher, SoundCloud.com, Batalla Podcast. La Batalla. Find La Batalla Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. SoundCloud.com slash Batalla Podcast. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Batalla Podcast.